Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on an extended version today. The fastest 30 minutes in radio has now become the longest 30 minutes, uh, two and a half hours today, all the way until three o'clock when we will hand it off to Jeff Kaplan who, as always, will get you safely home. Uh, Very excited to uh, kick off our interaction on the mayoral race here in Salt Lake City, and uh, we're going to get to all of the candidates over the next couple of weeks, Uh, but I couldn't think of a better kickoff point uh, than former uh, Utah State Senator Jim DeBacchus. Jim, thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. Holy smoke, boy, what a pleasure to be on with you. It's a surprise. Hey, I'm... We're excited about this, and uh, are, are you ready for the the Boyd Matheson uh, official candidate interview? Uh, hold on, let me make sure. Fasten, yeah, fasten your seatbelt. Look, I want to say, um, you know, I was very, I was a little bit leery of being, uh, you know, the great progressive. It's, oh my goodness, Boyd's going to come in, and a desert news, who knows what's going to happen, and I'm surprised. I, I think yeah. the Deseret News is, um, you, sometimes I just can't even believe how how fair and accurate and good and um, and right on you are and bold and bold. Anyway, well, good. I say that. Well, let's let's get to the let's get to the first question. And this is this is heart attack serious. This is always the first question. Uh, that I would ask a candidate, uh, at least when I was chief of staff, and I, I think it, it still applies, and especially in this mayor's race. Uh, so, Jim, here's the, here's the first question for you. What What is it? Uh, you, you know how painful and difficult elections can be, and it's it's just a tough slog, and you get beat up, and you get punched, and you, you find out who your friends are and who the false friends are. But what is it that's going to make all of this worth it for you? Even if you were to run and lose, what's going to make it worth it? What's the conversation? What do you hope happens as a result of this campaign that'll make it worth it regardless of the outcome? Well, I, I love I love the job now. I think I have the second best job in history, which is getting up every morning and going out and going to neighborhoods and sitting in people's homes and going to the homeless shelter one minute. And mm. I... I I I really enjoy that. So, I, I if the end ends up not being in the mayor's chair, it will have been an, an enriching life kind of sustaining um, experience. I just 
I think it's I think it's amazing to be able to do that to knock on the door and have actually people invite you in and talk to you and tell you about their life. It's very it's challenging and wonderful. So yeah. I, I don't see a way to lose in this. Okay, very good. Uh, next question is: um, What is what is the most important role of of the mayor's office. What is what is it that what's that role of government uh, look like uh, if you were to be sitting in that chair? You know, you, I, I think the first the first test is there's a three hundred and thirty million dollar budget, and there's employees and there's services and there's things that have to be done, and so the mayor has to make sure that the trash gets picked up and the potholes are filled and that the communications is set up so that. Uh, the citizens have input in what's going on, and that the business of government is run professionally with an incredibly careful eye toward every single taxpayer dollar. So if you put that aside, and uh, you don't easily do that, I think the job of the mayor, unlike my job as a senator, which was basically to bloviate on every issue against uh, the majority party and what they were doing, the, the mayor is the person who is the cheerleader for the city and for the neighborhood and for business and for everybody. The mayor is the one who's listening and is energetic and is and is spending time selling the city and is there to 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 represent the city in every occasion with a with a positive attitude and and bringing people together so i think um i I think that's key that Mm -hmm. the ambassador role of the salt lake city mayor in particular because we are a lot of blue surrounded by a pretty red group of suburbs surrounded by a very red rural area. And the mayor needs to understand that, that it's not personal, that the ideas are different, mm-hmm. um, and be able to swing with the punches and be able to bring our community together. And by that I mean the community of the legislature, the community of the governor, the community of our federal delegation, the community sure. of uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which hasn't always had a particularly um, good relationship with the city. I mean, how stupid could a mayor be when the mayor didn't understand that um, the value of having a major world religion in our own city and uh, one that has terrific resources and is helping build the centers of Philadelphia and Atlanta and around the country. I mean, I I just think wherever it is, a great mayor is also a great ambassador. Okay, fantastic. Now, if you're just joining us, uh, Jim DeBacchus, candidate for mayor of Salt Lake City, is uh, joining us. Jim, we've got just a, a couple minutes left. We've got to get to the top of the hour. We're going to have a uh, a press conference by Salt Lake uh, City Police Department uh, on the uh, disappearance of Mackenzie Lewick. So uh, we're we're standing by uh, to go live there. Uh, and so, Jim, if you can give us just a uh, a quick hit in terms of your vision, um, elections are always about what's next. It's not about what was or what is. It's always about what's next. 
what is the one thing that you hope that the uh, the voters uh, understand and get about your vision for what's next for Salt Lake City? Homelessness, dirty air, um, the issue of affordable housing, the 203,000 people in Salt Lake City, we can't solve this problem. We need to sit down with President Adams of the Senate. We need to sit down with the next governor. We need to be able to have open communication with a mayor who can text um, these legislative leaders and these state leaders and say, oh, my goodness, i got to come up and see you. Because Salt Lake City alone can't solve air pollution, and we can't solve homelessness. We need partners. It takes a village, and my voice to the voters in Salt Lake City and to the rest of the state is, I want to be that representative. I know these men and women. I've been working with them for a long time. We disagree on many political issues, but I think you have a hard time finding one that won't say that we're friends. That's what we need in the next mayor, a communicator, somebody who can put their arms around people's shoulders and bring our community, our state uh, together. Okay, fantastic. Jim DeBacchus, candidate for mayor, uh, debacchusformayor.com is uh, where you can get more information on him. Uh, and this is part of our series. Uh, we'll get to all the candidates for mayor over the next few weeks. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for, for joining us on Inside Sources today. Always appreciate your perspective uh, and your voice in the community. Thanks, boy. You did a good job. Hey, thanks. <laughs> not not bad for an opinion editor. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Former Senator Jim DeVacus joining us on Inside Sources today. Uh, always uh, love to have conversation with him. And while we don't always agree on a lot of the policy pieces, uh, we can always have a good conversation and uh, appreciate his, his love of the city. Uh, of Salt Lake and uh, so he's uh, he's got his hands full and we'll be joined a little later on uh, in the next hour by uh, David Ibarra who's uh, new to the political scene there and we'll get his perspective uh, as we move forward in our conversations with the mayoral candidates uh, coming up. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us here as we uh, get uh, through the uh, one o'clock hour. It's almost a two o'clock hour now. Uh, and just as a uh, as a heads up, we are standing by. We are waiting for the Salt Lake City Police Department uh, to hold a press conference. Uh, so stay tuned to KSL News Radio. Uh, we'll get an update on the disappearance of Mackenzie Lewick. Uh, we're going to have uh, the great Maria Chalais will uh, will join us here for some perspective. I don't know how great I am. <laughs> Thank you, boy. I, we, think, we think you're really great, and we're glad that you're <laughs> joining you. us uh, uh, to get some perspective as we listen to uh, this coming up here at the top of the hour. Uh, so I think we are going to go ahead and step – are we going to step aside for some news first? I think we're going to step aside for a little bit of news first, and then we will go live as that uh, as that press conference gets underway here, uh, Salt Lake City Police Department. So, again, this is Boyd Matheson sitting in for JMAC today all the way till 3 o'clock, so don't go anywhere. We have a lot more ground to cover in the final hour right here on KSL News Radio.